Hello. Hey, everybody. How we doing? It's Wednesday. It sure the fuck is. <laughs> Welcome to the confessional booth. And we are back at it again for another crazy round of retail. Are you guys ready for the tea? Because <laughs> we are spilling the piping hot tea. Make sure that you send us your tea at Confessions of Retail, all the tea at gmail.com. And away we go. Episode 18. Holy shit. We are two away to 20. I know. <laughs> so I just want to start episode 18 on a kind of a, a real note. All right. Working in retail, you deal with a lot of crazy customers for sure. Oh, yeah. But when you work in a small store in a small town, you get a lot of regulars mm -hmm. and a lot of people that you build reputations with. And we just had one of our really awesome regulars pass away over the holiday weekend. Mm. I loved her. She was so great. She was a sweetheart. And I'm just so sad. They become family. They really do. When you see them so often. Like, I really opened up to her about my mom and all of her struggles that she dealt with before she died. And that was literally the last conversation that I had with her. Yeah. And then she died. And mm. I'm just so sad. She was not very... She, she was not old. She had a lot of health issues, and I'm just sad. So with that, I want to take a minute to thank all of the amazing customers that we retail employees get to come into contact with and say thank you for making our days better. So, yes, we have created this podcast to poke fun at all of the difficult customers and the outrageous demands, and there are plenty of those, but we do obviously want to always point out that there are fantastic customers, too. Yeah, there really are. So, on with the fun. She, yes. would, want the, she would want us to have fun. Oh, yeah. I bet if we would have met her in her roaring 20s, she would have been a whole hoot. She was a hoot. Yeah, she really was. Uh, she would crack me up when she'd come in. Yes. She's like, don't mind me. <laughs> Hot mess express coming through. Yes. <laughs> All right. So on with the show. Diving in. Lexi's got a whole bunch of tea to spill. Oh my gosh, it's the biggest piping hot cup of tea. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. First off, it was 4th of July weekend and we had a lot of fun. My youngest, keep in mind guys that he is going to be three this year. So he is little, little. He handled the fireworks great. No headphones, no earplugs of any kind. No crying? No crying. Ooh. He was just like, ooh, boom. Boom. So I've <laughs> He's dubbed, such a boy. He is. I've dubbed fireworks boom sparkles. Boom sparkles. They are boom sparkles. <laughs> Every time my toddler would be like, ooh, ooh, I'd be like, is that a boom sparkle? And he'd go, yai. <laughs> yai. That's how he says yes. <laughs> yai. <laughs> it's the best. Well, so we are still settling in in our new environment. 
I have been getting more and more comfortable over there, but we're still living out of boxes. I mean, I had to like scramble my shower stuff together. <laughs> well, you just moved, so give oh, yourself some time. Oh, no, I know there's no rush, but we're just trying to get our basic necessities necessities out yeah and they're kind of scrambled in and we're we're making it though we've been having some really good days i've been letting the boys sleep in they actually sleep in my youngest has been sleeping in it's kind of crazy we've been having a nice time over there but it's still kind of you know new yeah it's it's still slightly hot mess express (laughs) Because we're half in, half out of the box. (laughs) But um, since we've been transitioning for the move, I took my oldest to the movies. And we saw the most amazing movie that I'm not going to talk about until we hit our movie reviews later on in the episode. (laughs) But it's amazing. Fine, be that way. I gotta. It's definitely awesome, though. I'm a super nerd moment here. But um, so this is also my last day of work with amy yeah it was just this past sunday and it i was sad to go but it was a really nice send-off if that makes sense i had a lot of uh a lot of my favorite regulars come in and say their goodbyes yeah it was sweet so i'm closing sunday night it's my last night ever here at our local store and (laughs) It wasn't a busy night. There was nothing really extraordinary. You know, we were just kind of understanding that it was Lexi's farewell weekend. And then right at close, like I had turned off the open signs. I had locked the doors. I had turned off the lights in our lobby. And I had noticed there was a truck out in the parking lot, right, for like an hour. Okay. But I guess I thought that they were next door at another store Or maybe they had parked and gone for a walk. Small town things. People do this sometimes. It happens. So I didn't think there was anyone in the vehicle. And so I'm like locking the doors and I go run the trash out. And as I come back in, I see cops whip hard as shit into the parking lot aimed directly at this truck. Oh. (laughs) And it gets better. How many cops though? I It was just one cop car. Well, and they come? had their lights on and they turned them off as soon as they were parked, but let their they left their like headlights on. Uh-huh. But they like so the truck was parked normally and they whipped in and parked diagonally at this truck. So this truck could not go anywhere without hitting the the cop car. And then the there's two officers that get out of this cop car, guns drawn, and oh. they like run up on this oh. truck. <laughs> I know. Lexi's been holding this tea out on me. I know. I couldn't help it. It was really hard to hold Let it in. Let me take a sip of my <laughs> strawberry sun kissed. <laughs> so, turns out that there were people in the truck the whole time. <laughs> they were having sex. Oh. Hold on. That it, negates for... That it means that they need to draw their gun? Do I don't know what these officers thought they were doing. If they expected a fight. Having uh, sex I, in the parking lot. So, well, that's how why old are you? There weren't more cops that showed up. <laughs> it was just these ones. They flashed their lights like on and off as they whipped in. They were on as soon as they were parked. They were off, and then these cops run out, 
Guns drawn at either side. They tell the people to get out of the vehicle. Oh. So, dude jumps out of the passenger side and is, like, adjusting his belt. Was he naked? No, he wasn't naked. But he was adjusting his belt, right? And then when the woman jumped out, she jumped out before pulling her pants up all the way. I caught a full moon. <laughs> a full fucking moon, Amy. I'm just like, oh, well, I know what you guys were busy doing. No wonder I couldn't see you. <laughs> Getting it. <laughs> they were busy that whole time. Getting okay? busy. That whole time. So when I see all this go down, I see the cops. They're like talking to these people, like hard talking to them. They do a field sobriety test. You. They they did. They had them walk one of the like, you know how parking <laughs> the, lots the have the lines? Yeah, they had them walk a line <laughs> and they both were fine. But the craziest part about all this is neither of them. Neither of those people ever had handcuffs on them. They did not get arrested. They did not go to jail. I mean, they got sent off on their way. He probably was just like, "Can y'all just go and have sex in your bed?" Like Jesus. What, that reminds me of the the public the public porns that we <laughs> the ones that are like what what are they called public penetration <laughs> something ridiculous like that yeah i'm not surprised that they didn't get arrested or anything like yeah it's in indecent exposure and such but technically they were in the truck until the cops made them get out yeah the only <laughs> the only thing i saw as far as nudity goes was her ass was her ass <laughs> was I'm it like, nice uh, no they were old <laughs> oh they were old i know they were some <laughs> wild seniors man That's let me tell you they were at least 65 yes i know like oh my goodness That's the best. <laughs> getting it the cops that were out there were like our age amy so they're just like come on guys get the fuck home quit taking viagra and they're then going for a to, drive steve they're trying to spice it up <laughs> oh it was pretty spicy <laughs> the viagra kicked in pretty fast couldn't make it home I'm just like, for real? <laughs> this is how we end my career here? <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the way to go out. I wonder if they're going to pop up with a movie for the background. <laughs> Public Penetration 36. Real life oh. amateur seniors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Public Penetration 65 plus. <laughs> <laughs> Senior edition. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. Oh, it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, whoa, Nelly. Like, whoa. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But yes, yeah, so that was my wild <laughs> weekend. Other than that, um, it was pretty uh, normal. Full of lots of packing and sunburns. Yeah, I'm kind of burnt on the sunburn part. Oh, look at that. Amy's <laughs> rocking some sunburn, too. Yeah. Well, on that note, how was your weekend, Amy? This is building off of my sunburn. Leave it up to me to be so pasty white and, you know, redhead and such that I get a fucking sunburn in the shade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How does that even fucking happen? Amy, that's a talent. <laughs> you are a talented, pasty white girl. <laughs> How does one achieve a sunburn in the well, shade? Obviously, it was a tree burn. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You're just looking up at the tree like, I see you. I didn't even know that I had a sunburn till I got home. Like, I'm like, I was in the shade all fucking day. Like, I barely was in the sun at any point. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> You're like, um... Wednesday Adams, you just have to walk around <laughs> with an umbrella. Yes. My, yeah, I'm very Irish and, you know, got the brownish auburn hair naturally and freckles and green eyes and very pasty. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep, I, I get sunburn very, very easily. Apparently, even in the shade. <laughs> Nowhere is safe for me unless it's inside. Watch, now I'll start getting sunburns from standing under a lamp. <laughs> Amy just has like a live video of her shoulders reddening <laughs> while standing in her living room. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I have to apply sunscreen inside too? Uh, Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was the 4th of July. Um... <clears throat> We had a lot of fun yesterday for the 4th of July. We went to friend's house. We watched the parade. The 4th of July is a very big deal in our town. Well, I guess it's not Lexi's town anymore. <laughs> there was a parade in our town, too. <laughs> but we missed it because I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Me and Google Maps couldn't find it, so we stayed in the Google, air Google, find instead. the parade. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that works. <laughs> yeah. So parade and cookout at a friend's house. And there's a lot of fun. We were all decked out in our America gear. <laughs> um, then after we went to my friend's cookout, we went and swam around in the creek for a little bit. In the shade. I was in the shade. <laughs> just pointing that out. <laughs> she caught my look <laughs> it was a shaded spot she's like no i only swim in shady pools thanks <laughs> um and then we went to the fireworks and my husband and i were having a talk while we were watching the fireworks um how does one achieve this like there are so many different kinds of fireworks and you're basically just pouring like gunpowder and, you know, different powders together and they create fireworks. I'm like, how does somebody know to pour like a little bit of this powder and a little bit of this powder and then know that it's going to blow up into a giant smiley face? I would ask ancient <laughs> China because they invented that shit. They know what they're doing. I just don't get it. They are the masters they, of the boom sparkle. The boom sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, I don't know. We had a couple of them at our show in town. It was hilarious. There was supposed to be a smiley face, but it was all deformed. <laughs> you know, when you have one of those dud fireworks. It looks like, eh. looked like it had a stroke. It did. It had a stroke face. We had a stroke face firework. It was it's like the best. one of the eyes was drooped into the mouth. <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh. My oldest was like, what was that? Uh, stroke face. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. But other than the 4th of July, um, <clears throat> so you're talking about how there was a truck in the parking lot that you didn't really necessarily pay any mind to. So that's the difference <laughs> between you and me <laughs> because there was a night that I closed and this car pulls up like right after I close 
and I noticed it immediately. <laughs> and um, I tried to call Lexi, but Lexi was asleep, I think. I don't know. But instead, I called my mom. <laughs> I, I, I listen to my favorite murder and stuff, so I'm over here trying to stay sexy and not get murdered. You know, I'm SS, <laughs> SSDGM over here. <laughs> so so uh, I called my mom, and, and she's in California, so they're three hours behind us. And she's like, what's going on? I'm like, well... I'm trying to leave work, but there's a car outside, and I'm just, I watch, I listen to way too much true crime. <laughs> I, I'm trying to be on the phone with somebody, so that way at least, you know, they'll either not leave me alone, or somebody will know. <laughs> and she laughed at me, and she was talking, she was saying how, um, <clears throat> how paranoid I am. <laughs> She's like, you're paranoid. I'm like, no. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm woke, mom. All right. <laughs> and just to um, throw out any confusion, it is my my stepmom. But my dad and my stepmom have been married for over 25 years. She's very much so my mom as well. <laughs> my my biological mother did unfortunately die a couple of years ago of cervical cancer. But I do have a fantastic stepmom that I call mom. <laughs> she is awesome. Um. So yeah, she she was like, "Well, while I have you on the phone, <laughs> why don't you ever talk about me on the podcast?" So here you go, I'm talking about you. <laughs> She's like, "You talk about your dad all the time." <laughs> She's like playing favorites much, <laughs> feeling really left out, daughter. <laughs> my dad's my number, our number one, and my mom's the number two <laughs> of the fan base <laughs> what else oh so i've started playing um wizards unite you know which is the harry potter version of pokemon go my name on wizards unite is raven clizzle because <laughs> i'm totally a raven claw all the way <laughs> i love edgar Allan poe the fucking ravens are my favorite football team so i'm totally raven house <laughs> <laughs> raven claw <clears throat> um what else oh yeah so there's this guy that comes into the store he has this truck it is so fucking huge it is so tall this dude's tires are taller than i am Damn. Yeah. And he has like this like automatic step thing that like comes down. It's so funny. <laughs> like he has to like stand there and wait for it to come down before he can get in and out of his truck. <laughs> That's a bit much. I'm like, how do you get anybody else in there? And he was like, nobody else ever rides with me. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Kyle, save some pussy for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'm like, how many miles per gallon do you get for that thing? <laughs> and he goes, I don't get miles per gallon. I get smiles per gallon. <laughs> Damn, Kyle. <laughs> Does he have a monster energy logo on the back of his truck? You know, I've never seen the back of his truck <laughs> because when he pulls in, he always parks in the very front. And so, like, I'll be looking out the window and he'll pull in. <laughs> I just see nothing but, like, the very bottom of his truck. <laughs> and then I see him jump out. 
Um, but other than that, he says, yeah, I don't, I don't get very many miles per gallon, but I have another car that is my, uh, my gas saver. He drove it to the store once. It's a little like Honda Civic. It's all lowered. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So your Honda Civic is like all the way to the freaking floor and your big old Ford truck is like all the way to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> he definitely intrigues me. He's <laughs> He cracks me up. <laughs> And he, of course, chews. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Mm. Um, guess what else I found out for you? The the rejection hotline. This is an update from a couple of episodes ago. The rejection hotline. If if you text the original number, like the actual number, it will just text you back saying that it's a landline. But there's a rejection hotline 2.0 that's like $1.99 or something like that. That <laughs> like people, you can give them that number and it'll text them. <laughs> oh, I'm going to need that number. That's funny. <laughs> so that's all for my weekend. couple of house cleaning items. Um, I finally figured out how to change our at on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter is such a foreign, <laughs> mysterious my, thing. I'm, I'm so much better with Facebook and Instagram. Our Twitter is very lacking. If any of you use Twitter, please follow us on Twitter at Corat because <laughs> it was our our name is too long. Yeah. So I just Korat. used the, okay. the initials. <laughs> we C- were one letter off from Borat. <laughs> <laughs> C-O-R-A-T-T pod is what our Twitter handle is. (laughs) We are Corat pod (laughs) on Twitter. Go find us. And we have finally got the merch store up and running. Hey. So we'll get the link posted in all of our social medias for you guys to go and see some we we only have a couple of things in there right now a shirt and button and a a, button button (laughs) and uh, a coffee cup yes we have a coffee mug and i want one i know i want one too (laughs) (laughs) so the um the coffee mug says i have additional questions because <laughs> i know first thing in the morning i have a lot of additional questions but i don't want any questions or to ask any questions until after the coffee yep <laughs> maybe we need one that's like the heat one. Oh yeah that changes like it'll appear once the coffee's drank <laughs> now, now i have I additional have questions, questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yay merch merch store Woo! Woo! <laughs> that's exciting yes all right so are we ready for in the news is it time for in the news and now for in the news the news how much do we love shit shows tell me amy how much do we love shit shows enough to go and find news articles oh yeah the best ones too somebody else wrote it we're here to read it News break. Bum, bum, bum. Do you want to go first this time? Yeah, I'll go first. 
This is good stuff. You ready for this? My my friend my friend sent me this. All right. I love when people do my work for me. Thanks for that. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Texas Walmart bans woman who ate half a cake in store and demanded half off. <laughs> <laughs> um clearly there's only half a cake here. Wipes oh, icing no. off. <laughs> what? <laughs> A Walmart in Texas. Oh, yeah, that's what it says. It says a Walmart in Texas has banned an unidentified woman from their store after she refused to pay full price for a cake that she ate half of before even making it to the register. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. On June 25th, Wichita Falls police received a call just after 8 p.m. concerning a woman who had allegedly eaten half a cake as she walked around the store. (laughs) Just browsing. Did she even have a fork? She's just fucking bear claw on that cake. She's like, "Mm." you know what? Mm. This icing is the shit. Like Mm. the fat kid in Matilda when the Trunchbull makes him eat all the cake. Yes, Yes, just like that. That's how I like to browse too. Yes, I like to eat cake while I browse for groceries. No, the whole fucking thing. No, what what do you mean just a slice? But when the woman finally got to the register, she refused to pay for the missing portion, essentially asking the cashier to give her half off the original price, despite the other half already being devoured by her. (laughs) When officers arrived, so the cops had to come. <laughs> oh my gosh, could you imagine the cops getting involved at your work over a fucking cake? I'm gonna call 911. And the dispatch is like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what do you mean she ate the cake? Oh, she's not paying for it? All right, we got you, fam. <laughs> when officers arrived, the woman was allegedly forced to pay for the whole cake and was banned from the store after she attempted to get a discount. <laughs> Walmart did not immediately respond to people's request for comment about the incident. <laughs> like, you know what? We don't even want to fucking talk about it right now, okay? Just shaking their head. <laughs> days like this. I wish I would have called in sick. <laughs> As the news station notes, this isn't the only food-related incident to occur at a Walmart over the last few months. Back in January, another woman from Wichita Falls, same one... <laughs> was banned from Walmart after she drank wine from a Pringles can. Hey, it's the Pringles can lady. I remember that one. Oh, that was such a good one. We should do That's that in the an best. episode. We could totally read the Pringles can. Well, everybody wine knows about the Pringles can, right? Right. If you don't, we'll just leave a link. <laughs> so... After she was banned from the Walmart store, after she drank from a Pringles can, drank wine from a Pringles can, and then spent several hours riding around the store's parking lot using an electric scooter. <laughs> She's my fucking hero. She just needed to get the fuck away from her kids, and she had nowhere else to go. Walmart is home. <laughs> you spend a lot of time at the grocery store when you have kids. Oh, the weirdest thing about becoming a mom. 
when you've cataloged the whole fucking store. Oh, because I hate you're when the they shopper. move the shit around. Right? Stop right? fucking moving it. It's because you've cataloged it. That is your other home. Stop you it. know where everything on every shelf is. Stop it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel triggered. <laughs> triggered. <laughs> Amy's not enjoying some recent remodels. <laughs> Officers were called in response to that woman as well and eventually found her at a nearby restaurant when they arrived. (laughs) She got hungry. That's when they informed her she was banned from returning to the store. How's she going to get groceries now? (laughs) (laughs) In another incident at a Texas Walmart in May, YouTube stars Lauren Love and her partner Joel Ashley pretended to fire the employees of a Richmond area Walmart. (laughs) In the sense-deleted video titled CEO Firing People Prank in the Hood Gone Wrong. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's gone wrong. They deleted <laughs> the video. Sounds like it's oh right, though. <laughs> I wish that I could have seen that one. Love puts on a wig and business attire and carries a clipboard as she informs employees that she is the CEO of this Walmart. <laughs> it doesn't this. work that way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the CEO of one specific Walmart. (laughs) I'm in charge today, so I'm firing you. You're working horrible. You're moving slow, she tells one man who repeatedly tries to explain that he is just doing as he was told as Love demands his badge and vest. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Love eventually removes the man's clip from his vest before telling him, I'm just kidding. It's a prank. You're doing a great job. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Walmart later said in a statement to people that love has been banned from their stores also. They're just banning everybody. They're like, pew, pew, pew. (laughs) And you're banned. And you're banned. And you're banned. This prank is offensive and the people responsible are no longer welcome to our stores. We've taken actions on behalf of our associates, including asking YouTube to remove the video and calling their attention to the bullying nature of this hoax. Our associates work hard every day to serve our customers. They do a fantastic job. They deserve better than being subjected to such disrespect and will continue to have our full support. Well, I mean, good on Walmart for coming in for the save, I guess. They're only doing it for the publicity. They were not doing it. it. I mean, they don't care about their employees. (laughs) I can imagine. I used to be an employee. <laughs> Not anymore. Not banned yet. <laughs> like I haven't been banned though. I can still shop there. I just don't want to work there. But yeah, that woman tried to get away. From, tried to get away with eating half a cake. <laughs> There's clearly only half of it. I'm only gonna pay for half of it. Cake smudged all over <laughs> face and fingers. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Unrelated. I have a video for you. It's a seven-second-long video. It's okay. But this is this is what this lady looks like to me in my head. <laughs> I know, isn't it good? <laughs> I didn't know that there was a proper way. Apparently, there is actually though. You're supposed to like take the bottom half. And put it on top of the icing and eat it like a cupcake sandwich. Yeah, sure, but I'm just gonna I mean, fucking eat it. Get out of here with your fucking logic. I'm gonna eat my cupcake icing first. Fuck you. You know what I do? <laughs> what? Because most of the time it's that sugary af icing, I wipe half of it off on the paper. Yeah, it depends on what it is. Like if it's whipped, mmm. 
I love whipped icing. I might still only do half <laughs> just because of how sweet it is. But some is like so much sugar or so sweet. It almost tastes like you're like eating like sugar paper. Like you're dipping into this box of sugar. Right. And just. Ugh. Yeah. It's so I definitely sometimes I'll even wipe it all off. <laughs> then it's a muffin and it's healthier. <laughs> <laughs> or I could skip the jog today. Wipes <laughs> icing off. <laughs> Like I jog. <laughs> My boobs are too big. <laughs> I jog like Paul Rudd and this is 40. <laughs> I jog like nothing because <laughs> I walk everywhere. Yeah, same. I walk. <laughs> All right. So you ready for my news article? I'm ready. This one is going to give you the heebie-jeebies. The heebie-jeebies. Uh, okay. So this one's titled... I got the heebie-jeebies. All right. <laughs> Virginia man finds moths flying inside his cereal box in Woodbridge, Virginia. Have you ever found a foreign object in something you're eating? You might be shocked to see what a Virginia man found in his cereal. How would you react if you opened up a box of cereal and saw bugs flying all over inside the packaging? Um, I would, I would gag. <laughs> the bag is not open. Straight from Raisin Bran. How is that for natural? It's Real natural, live, fresh protein. Gross. Not even dead, sealed in the bag, said Todd Lee Grant, who purchased the cereal. Um, LeGrant from Woodbridge bought the two boxes of cereal from a Kmart while working in Key West, Florida. Kellogg's Raisin Bran Crunch Original and General Mills Raisin Bran Nut Bran. Sidebar. There are Kmarts that are still open. There are still Kmarts. <laughs> yep. Um, so he said he opened up the raisin bran first for breakfast. Uh, as I got down the bowl, I discovered some things floating in the milk that didn't look like almonds, he said. Um, LeGrant then opened up the Kellogg's Raisin Bran Crunch original. Upon raising the bag, I saw some bugs and I took the bag to the window and the sun kind of energized them. So they started flying around and I dropped the bag and got the heebie-jeebies, LeGrant said. Yeah. Uh, General Mills says the insects are a type of moth that's good at penetrating sealed plastic bags, but it doesn't happen often. The cereal company emailed... Food safety is our top priority. Our manufacturing and packaging plants take significant efforts to ensure that the facilities we operate remain free of pest activity. This process process is verified not only by our experts, but also by third-party auditors and regulatory agencies. In this instance, the two cereal products are from different companies, which tell us that this issue occurred once the cereal was out of our control. Um, according to the University of Maryland, Indian meal moths are the most common to infest food in North America. They lay eggs near food, and their larvae find small gaps in the seam of packaging. Ugh. If swallowed, they're not harmful. Ugh. I mean, I learned on a field trip when I was in elementary school that there are bugs in pretty much all food. You know, they you can't really control it. Yeah. <laughs> but still uh at least if i don't see it it's like a don't ask don't tell sort of thing <laughs> yep if i don't see it it's as if i never knew in the it first never place. happened exactly okay um here's here's the aftermath for this guy okay oh. he says uh 
I have a phobia of flakes now. <laughs> so if it's not a Cheerio or Captain Crunch, I'm not going to go for it, LeGrant said. <laughs> he says he did feel sick after eating the cereal. Wait, did they fly out when he opened it? Why would he eat it? He uh, he was e- like already eating the cereal, I guess, oh. when he noticed this. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Right? Ugh. Gross. I know, right? <laughs> but... Who fucking eats Raisin Bran anyway? Like, <laughs> don't you judge me. I fucking love Raisin Bran. <laughs> but my favorite is the, the like, Special K Red Flakes, or the red bits of the flakes or whatever. The strawberry one. Oh, yeah. I know, right? I mean, <laughs> the, the strawberry ones are okay, but I'm very big on texture. And sometimes those dehydrated strawberries or they got like <laughs> quite quite the texture to them and it makes my body cringe yeah same like, like nails on a chalkboard <laughs> it, there's definitely like a peak time to eat it where Whoa. the milk hasn't really <laughs> sogged it up too much because i feel the same way i um, won't eat them when we're all when they're all gross now my favorite cereal is Reese Puffs. <laughs> oh, yeah. But a chocolate flavor. I fucking love Reese Puffs, which is funny because I don't like Reese Cups. Weird. <laughs> but I love Reese Puffs. <laughs> oh, that's weird. How do you... No, I'm not going to ask. That's okay. You know what my favorite form of Reese's is? What? They're fast break bars. And I don't like Kit Kats. I don't like Kit Kats either, but I love the Reese's kind of Kit Kats. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the ice. But Reese Puffs cereal is the king. Yeah, Reese Puffs for the win. Mm-hmm. You know what my favorite cereal of all time is? What? Captain Crunch. <laughs> it's plain old Captain Crunch. <laughs> well, with the berries. Well, of course. I like the but peanut yes. butter ones. Yes, I love those too. My oldest. <laughs> um, I buy like cereal all the freaking time my kids eat cereal like nobody's business my my girls love cereal um she she was eating cabin crunch just the berries um like last week or something and she was like mom this makes the top of my mouth feel funny and i'm like hey (laughs) that's funny shout out to my childhood you're like i remember that good for you (laughs) all right circling back we're done within the news yes we are on our cereal rant yes we're moving on to movie reviews movie reviews huh yep you go first for your movie reviews because now you got my interest peaked with your movie that you went and seen. Okay, first a little quick bit on Dumbo because I finally got to see it. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Okay, so I'm not going to reveal anything about the story really. Um, it was amazing. I had a customer come in and tell me that like it had just come out in theaters at the time and they came in and they were like, it was awful. I hated it. There wasn't even pink elephants. And I'm just like... <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> that gives me a little bit of less hope on it being any good. There's no so, pink elephants. Well, I really wanted to know because when I was a little kid, 
I was like your youngest age, okay? When I would watch Dumbo, I would hide behind my grandma because the pink elephants freaked me out. I was so scared of these crazy know, demonic right? clown yeah. elephants that kept changing skins and Ugh. looking all angry and evil and big. Yeah, they freaked me out too. They freaked me out so much that like I would fast forward through that part even when I knew it was just a cartoon. Yep. Even when I was like 10, I'm just like, Ugh. Yep. <laughs> so Fanzies. they have a pink elephant's bit in this new Dumbo. It's not what you'd expect, but it was really cute. It was really cute. I loved Dumbo. <laughs> I thought it was adorable. Um, but that's not what my movie review is today. My movie review is one that's actually still in theaters. And I know we don't normally do that, but it was Godzilla King of Monsters. Oh, my husband really wants to go and see it. And I don't necessarily mind going. I'm just not usually into those kinds of movies. So I was a Toho fanatic. Okay, Toho is the production company that came out with godzilla the whole the whole works okay if it was a kaiju it was a toho production okay the, so just to, to name let me see one two three four five of them i'm gonna name off five different kaijus okay uh -huh. so there's godzilla i don't even know what a kaiju is kaiju <laughs> means like strange creature okay okay but they usually <laughs> save that name for the huge big freaky monsters in pacific rim uh, they were the jaegers versus the kaiju oh i haven't watched Pacific Rim. <gasps> <laughs> oh, like, we can't even be friends anymore. I'm having a hard time making eye contact right now. I feel betrayed. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no. So it's so good. How have you not seen it? It's got your Sons of Anarchy hubby in it. I know. What, what the fuck have you been but doing? But to be this fair, <laughs> I haven't watched Jupiter Ascending either, which, which has Channing Tatum in it. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, circling back to the <laughs> King of Monsters. Um, so I'm going to name off five of them that have been in these productions and storylines the whole time. Okay. From the get. So there's Godzilla. Right. There's Mothra. Mm -hmm. Rodan, which is like this giant bird. Okay. Um, Ghidorah, which is a three-headed dragon with two tails, okay? Seems excessive. Oh, he's excessive, all right? <laughs> and then there's King Kong. You know King Kong. I know Kong. who King Kong is. <laughs> <laughs> I perked up she a bit. She perked up so much. She's like, I know who I know that one. We definitely have our different fangirl classes, <laughs> but it's okay. I love her all the same. So King Kong was not in this movie, but... The next one that's coming out is Godzilla versus King Kong, and that's coming out March of next year. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that, too. <laughs> but so Godzilla King of Monsters was fucking intense. The preview does make it look good. It so, does look good. Um, in the first Godzilla movie, right, there's like three <laughs> different ones that come out. There's Godzilla, obviously. Then there's um, the one with Brian Cranston. Yeah, that's okay. So this is the second movie. He's in that. this one too. He was not in this uh -huh. one. Same storyline though. This is just a different point of view, but from the same universe, I okay. guess. So it's got the mom. It's uh, Vera Farmiga. Yeah, from Bates Motel. Uh, yes. Okay. So she's among the, many other things. She's the mom in this movie, right? And um. Her and her husband were, like, working with this secret company called Monarch, who has been harboring and kind of trying to keep under wraps all the different kaiju 
that are in existence. We knew about three of them from the first movie, but there's actually 17 of them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's quite a bit more. <laughs> that's a lot more. <laughs> um, so she plays the mom, and then um, their their daughter is... Millie Bobby Brown, who is the actress who plays Eleven in Stranger Things, okay? She's a don't new hate up me and that I've never watched Stranger Things. I don't hate you, <laughs> but you really gotta catch up with those times because that ish is crazy. I know thing. they they just started season three or something. Yep, it just came out yesterday. I do want to watch it. I just haven't yet. The uh, mom is a like doctor slash researcher in this field, right? She's been trying to build this machine to communicate with the kaiju. And um, this machine ends up waking up monsters, right? And it is the clash of all clashes. I'm not going to explain how this goes down, but it was Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. And I felt like I was more excited than my son to see this movie in that moment. <laughs> I'm like on the edge of my seat, <laughs> like, fuck you. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. My oldest was like, calm down, mom. And I'm just like, it's so cool. <laughs> so I definitely give Godzilla King of Monsters a five out of five views. Oh. But I feel like my opinion is strongly biased because <laughs> I was raised watching the very, very crappy in comparison versions. <laughs> Dude, they're classics now. Um, me and With my the, oldest, like little like toy dinosaur. You can see all the wires <laughs> and like the when Rodon flies in, you can just see all like, the <laughs> string like bouncing on set. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, they were tacky, they were cheesy, but I loved them when I was a kid. And me and my oldest are actually gonna start watching all of those. Oh, days. Well, we have downtime to wait for Godzilla versus King Kong next year. <laughs> and we've got plenty of time to wait because the second one just came out. <laughs> that was my movie review. Sorry for the <laughs> nerd rant on my kaiju fandom. I can't help it. No, it's all right. <laughs> what movie did different you watch? Different strokes, different folks. <laughs> no, it sure is a whole different story. <laughs> I mean... I definitely do want to watch it, though. That, it is amazing. That specific Godzilla. I don't want to watch any of the other ones. I'm not. I have you no don't interest. have to watch the I'll old I'll watch ones. the one with Brian Cranston. I should watch that one first before I watch this other one. So, <laughs> important detail with that. You don't have to watch the first one for the second one to make sense because any part from the first one, you got to know, is like shown in news clippings like throughout the whole movie just totally cool but i do want to watch it because it's, a good it's got one. brian cranston in it i love him you're gonna start by crying i'm just gonna let you know now Aww, have right. your kleenex close all right maybe i don't want to watch it yes you do <laughs> it's fucking godzilla <laughs> so what movie did you watch um so i want to touch base briefly on secret life of pets 2 oh yeah before i go into one? my movie review yes um my youngest is no longer three. She is four now. Ah. And yeah, her birthday is the day before 4th of July. And so for her birthday, we went out and we did all kinds of fun things. She wore a birthday tiara all day everywhere <laughs> we went. She was so cute in that little tiara. <laughs> everywhere we went, she had birthday tiara on. But yeah, we went and seen Secret Life of Pets 2. Um, 
And she ate a bucket of popcorn as big as she is. <laughs> saw that too. It was literally her size. She's so little though for her size. Like if she would ever grow, that'd be fantastic because I'm overflowing with clothes because she won't outgrow anything. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, Secret Life of Pets 2 was super cute. I loved the first one. We own the first one. I love the first one, too. My my daughter loves Secret Life of Pets. She watches it all the time, <laughs> like every other day or every day if she could, if she has a choice. Um, so we went seeing Secret Life of Pets, too, and it was super cute. It's about um, life after, you know, the first one. Max was just the only dog. He didn't want the second. He didn't want a second dog. Um but this one, their owner, I forget her name, all of a sudden, <laughs> she gets married and they get pregnant and they have a kid. No way. Yeah. So this is a story about um, Max dealing with having a kid in <laughs> and and he, he becomes very attached to the kid, actually. So, fa- so, so attached to the kid that he if, essentially gets anxiety for just the thought of the kid leaving the house because the kid could get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like a new mom. Yeah. <laughs> like he was like a new parent. It was the best. It was super cute. Loved it. All right. My movie review is um The Best of Enemies. How was that one? It was so good. Big surprise. It's a true story. <laughs> we all know Amy and her true story addiction. Yes. Um, so it has Sam Rockwell in it. I fucking love him. I love Sam Rockwell. He is so fantastic. Uh, loved him in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> I know, right? Um, he was Billy the Kid in um, The Green Mile. Okay, yeah, holy crap. Yeah, and That's he just he just won a, a um an Oscar or an Academy Award for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I still haven't seen that. That movie is fantastic. You should totally watch it. So good. Anyway, so but yeah, Sam Rockwell is great. And it's also got my girl Taraji in it. <laughs> I fucking love her. She's so good. She is a wonderful actress. So this is a true story. Um, Sam Rockwell plays a guy named C.P. Ellis, and he is a Ku Klux Klan president. Just to rewind a little bit, it is set in 1971. <laughs> and um Taraji plays Ann Atwater, who is a, um, she's an outspoken civil rights activist. Okay. You know, trying to help them get, like, better housing, better jobs, and so on, right? So, the story is premised around this school burning down, okay? Okay. It's a school for the, um, the kids of color. Okay. Okay. And they have nowhere to go. And the white kids are, the the parents of the white kids are trying to keep them out of the school. They don't want them at their school. Yeah. And it's so just ridiculous. Um, So then there is a debate between the white people and the African-American people. And... um, 
it all comes down to this like board of people, right? There's like so many there is like 12 board members altogether, okay? Just of people that are in the community that come to the debate. Mm-hmm. Um six white people, six African American people. Taraji is the the main the the main board chairperson and Sam Rockwell is the main chairperson, right? Okay. So they're all just it it's it's a story about how they are like the two most unlikely people to like each other, obviously. And it's also it, so it shows how they actually eventually become friends. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's really good. I loved it. Yeah. It was a good, good. That's uh, definitely not the ending I was expecting from that lineup. <laughs> yeah. Um, they actually became awesome. very, van- very great friends for years uh, up until he died. He died first and then she died just like a couple of years ago, I guess. Hmm. It was really, really good. Very compelling. It definitely shone light on things that, that happened in the past, you know, based on race and stuff, which is really sad that it was a thing. And yeah. it's sad that race is still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really fucking stupid. <laughs> Eventually, we will all learn that we are all human and we all bleed the same. I think majority opinion is is yeah, not a racist it, point of view right, anymore. But for the sure, fact that but it's there are still a lot of people there. that are still racist douchebags. Like why? I don't know. <laughs> like the whole thing with the Ariel with with the live action Little Mermaid. Oh my gosh, that's going right. on right now. Look, I'm totally for it. I am super excited. If you think about it. Little Mermaid is based in the fucking Caribbean. <laughs> Do you see white people in the Caribbean? Only if they're vacationing. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> like I'm I bet excited. Moon dog lives down there. Moon dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yes, I loved it. I give it four pews. All right, is it tea time? It's tea time. Clink. So I found a article online of um, <laughs> it's just a compilation of different sandwich artists <laughs> from Subway talking about the grossest sandwiches that people have ever had them make. <laughs> so Lexi and I are going to go back and forth and read these stories for you. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready. <laughs> <laughs> A guy came in once and ordered an Italian sub with no veggies and every sauce. Ugh. Every sauce. You know, one of those sauces is sweet onion. <laughs> At the time, we were boasting around 14 sauces. Oh, that means it was one of those specialty ones. We had everything from ranch to basil pesto, to a raspberry vinaigrette. I (laughs) almost threw up as I sent the goopy, dripping monstrosity through the grinder oven. Of course, it couldn't be a to-go order. He sat down in front of us and started snacking. 
heaps of barbecue sauce and ranch dressing and chipotle mayonnaise went dribbling down his cheeks every time he took a bite. His eating process was slow, disgusting, and methodical. He would eat two bites, set the sandwich down, and wait five minutes. He never looked around or spoke to anyone after he'd paid. He simply stared, dead-eyed, into the corner. Bite, bite, wait. Bite, bite, wait. He didn't wipe his face. After a few bites, he would stand up and move to the bathroom. A few minutes later, he'd return to his viscous sandwich blob and resume. Bites, wait, bathroom, resume, repeat. A full hour and a half it took this bizarre space alien (laughs) to finish that thing. He must have gone to the toilet at least six times. Oh my gosh. At first, I thought he was intentionally inducing vomiting. But the bathroom was completely clean after he left. No signs of volcano vomit or anything. The smell, though, like chicken soup and old gym socks were microwaved together for 20 minutes. If not for the gobs of food snot dripping on his cheeks, it have been like that bit in Breaking Bad where Gus puts a little towel down for his knees and pukes up the poison. It was just so serial killer, methodical. Anyway, that's the grossest. I almost puked just making that thing, let alone watching a man ingest it. (laughs) Gross. The worst thing I ever made at Subway was a salad, and the entire situation was gross. So this dude is wearing tan and gold, rimless sunglasses, walked in, but kept his sunglasses on. He told me he wanted a chopped salad. I don't remember the meat or veggies he asked for, but I do remember the toppings. After reading my name tag, he asked for olive oil. As he peered at me over his glasses, he said, I like it really wet, and licked his lips. I put in a whole bunch, but he kept repeating how wet he liked it. Oh, my God. Asking for more oil. Um, More oil. I put in at least half a bottle of oil. Then he went on to say how much he loved Parmesan cheese, like a lot of it. I shook in a bunch of cheese, but he still wasn't satisfied. I was ticked off and creeped out at this point, so I took the lid (laughs) off the cheese and dumped the entire shaker full into the bowl. He was thrilled. (laughs) You're the best. You make the best salad. No one anywhere else gets it like you do. You're perfect. (laughs) He came back several times asking for me, and if I was there, he refused to be served by anyone else. (laughs) Eventually, my shift manager would stand next to me while I made the salad so the dude couldn't make weird comments. (laughs) He stopped coming in after that. I worked at a subway the summer before and after my senior year in high school. I wouldn't say it was a job I disliked, More along the lines of a job I absolutely despised. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we had very different subway experiences. Get some feelings. (laughs) (laughs) The nonstop stream of rude and entitled customers, all of which had some awful remark about your sandwich artist skills, (laughs) just left you feeling bitter and cold like a bag of frozen Italian herb and cheese dough straight out of the freezer. (laughs) 
It was closing time on a weeknight, maybe five minutes before we could lock the door for the day. Weeknights were usually dead slow after the post-work dinner rush, and the assistant manager, who usually closed with me, was cool with us putting up most of the tables, shutting down one of the bathrooms, sweeping, the usual stuff. More often than not, we didn't see a single customer after 9 p.m. In walks this older white guy, upper six, upper 50s, low 60s, absolute trailer trash. Well, jeez. <laughs> Huge belly hanging out from under his Walmart Southern Pride t-shirt, oh, pants God. that clearly showed his crack, flip-flops, mangy, unwashed hair. I bet it was a mullet. <laughs> Maybe if it was cleaner, they could have told. This dude <laughs> was probably already two six-packs in when he decided to drive over to get the disgusting pig slop sub he was about to order. Give me one of them footlongs on white. <laughs> <laughs> he clearly are, He's clearly already annoyed that I have to wash my hands before I put on gloves and grab a fresh knife. He starts huffing. And muttering, Jesus, while waiting. Go ahead and put some shredded cheese on there and microwave it. Sure, boss. Already gross, but whatever. <laughs> People ordered gross stuff all the time. Looking at you, mayonnaise and salad. <laughs> Gimme double tuna, chicken, and bacon. And put the chicken in the middle of the tuna. Uh, sure. I'll have to charge you for triple meat and the bacon is extra. Is that okay? Yeah, whatever. So I start creating this elementary school lunch from the shadow realm. I'm a little angry because normally for double meat, we would hollow out the bread to make room. Not possible when nuked cheese is glued to the bread already. Yeah. He also <laughs> orders three more cheeses on here. Toast it. Toast it again. At this point, the bread is hard as a rock. The tuna has this weird dried bits on the outskirts of the sandwich. <laughs> then we get to the veggies and condiments. Give me a bit of everything. <laughs> I just stared at him for a second. It already wouldn't close. And he wanted a dozen veggies on top. So I sighed to myself and grabbed the first one. Probably cucumbers. It's definitely closing time by now. Go on and put a little more than that now. If you've ever noticed, Subway has specific amounts of the stuff they put on. Six tomatoes, six cucumbers, four cheese slices. Normally, for a nice customer, we don't charge for extra veg vegetables, but it didn't stop there. He ordered double and sometimes triple of every single vegetable. The whole time being rude as possible about why I wasn't putting as much as he liked, telling me he could make it better and faster, asking why some items were already put away in the fridge that he wanted. All right, now give me some extra mayo, mustard, ketchup, sweet onion, ranch, oil, and vinegar. I sighed, starting to break. Sir, we unfortunately don't carry ketchup. Well, boy, you better find some then, shouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I bit my tongue and called my assistant manager out of the back. He explained the same thing, and they had a mini back and forth that ended with him saying he would call corporate tomorrow about it. Whatever. Meanwhile, I'm at my breaking point with Mr. Krabs' appetizer. <laughs> this monster is dripping with veggie water, sopped in mayonnaise, and definitely is not going to close. He noticed at this point because he started watching me intently. 
You gonna have to push down hard on that now, boy. Better make sure it's sealed tight. <laughs> I don't know what a sealed sandwich is, but as soon as I tried to close it, the entire thing just collapsed on itself. My hands are covered in tuna, ranch, mustard globs, and trying desperately to save it. The guy loses it. Are you stupid or something? Work at a sandwich place and can't even make a sandwich. Sir, I'm sorry, but you ordered a large amount of items extra. I can definitely make you a salad. I don't want no salad. Get that manager of yours and let's see you do it again or this will be your last night. Sure. <laughs> Almost half an hour after closing time, my assistant manager comes out, tosses his entire first sandwich straight into the garbage, and he makes the exact same sandwich. Microwave cheese, four or five meats, an entire garden, a tub of lard on top. Surprise, surprise, it falls apart again. My assistant manager tells me to go ahead and ring him up and the guy starts screaming. I ain't paying for no sandwich. That's not what I ordered. He starts to storm out. My manager says, sir, if you don't pay, we'll pull the security footage and file a police report. He does not want that. Ticked off and half wasted, he comes to the register. His total is like $45 for one sandwich. <laughs> Best Dang. part, he makes it a combo with a dozen raspberry white chocolate cookies. Have a nice day, sir. Get bent, you piece of crap. <laughs> he storms out and drives over the curb as he wheels out. Jesus. <laughs> that <laughs> Oh, I would have not been so nice. Nope. Like, I keep my professionalism, but you see it. The sign is off, so is my smile. Yep. <laughs> All right. An older couple walks in. The husband has health issues and the wife won't let him get cookies. They fight about it the entire time they're in line. The wife steps away to use the restroom. The husband leans in and frantically whispers, I want those freaking cookies. Smash them in my sandwich before she comes back. <laughs> so I did. And I watched him eat the entire thing with the biggest smile on his face. It was awesome and gross. That was super short. This one's longer. Do you want to read this one, too? Like, two in a row? Sure. Okay. So, second one. Oh, like, fifth one. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at Subway for a few months during my freshman year of college. The grossest thing I ever made wasn't a sub, but a salad I made for an older lady. She came in right before closing, and she asked for a salad with shredded lettuce, a cut-up ham, and mayonnaise. So much Looking at mayo. you, mayonnaise on salad. <laughs> I squeezed a few lines on her salad and looked up to ask her if that was going, if that was too much. And she said, oh, no, baby, I'm going to need a lot more than that. <laughs> I ended up squeezing what seemed like almost half of the squeeze bottle onto her salad. Oh, my God. The top of the lettuce ham bowl she asked for was completely covered in mayo like a blanket <sighs> of creamy snow. <sighs> I swear the ratio of mayo to lettuce was like three to one. <sighs> She even got extra mayo in a little cup on oh the side. Oh, my God. Just in case. I mean, I like mayonnaise, but Jesus. <laughs> I like my mayo lettuce flavor. <laughs> it really stuck in my memory because I remember she got so much mayo, we had to prep another bottle before we could close. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> so I worked at Subway. When I worked at Subway, we had a woman and her kid come in. They were both incredibly nice, but very strict. 
The mom did the order and made it clear that she was ordering for her precious angel and it needed to be exact. <laughs> they wanted a 12-inch meatball marinara with no meatballs, just the sauce. <laughs> what? Interesting. <laughs> Next, every pickle that we have left on the front line was dumped into this thing. I like pickles and all, but that seems excessive. Pickles and marinara is kind of where I'm stuck at. I don't even care how many pickles are in the mix. What? <laughs> oh. Um, easily more than five times the regular pickle amount. <laughs> Enough pickles that I could make two solid rows of pickles on this behemoth and have pickles left over that did not touch the bottom bread. Next, it would be extra double toasted. What does that even mean, extra double? Extra double. <laughs> extra double I'm toasted. I'm not sure I'm familiar. <laughs> I worked at a subway for like four years. <laughs> extra double toasted. <laughs> After one round of toasting, the bread was already hot and the pickles totally baked of all life. They could not, however, be prepared for the rain of thermal torture that was about to assault them. <laughs> After one more full toasting cycle and one additional partial toasting cycle, the bread was burnt a shade of black and almost in in most exposed parts. The tomato sauce was toasted to a crisp. The, oh my gosh. The poor pickles were disgusting, yellowish, crispy ghosts of their former <laughs> glory. <laughs> no other vegetables would be unlucky enough to be added to this sandwich, bubbling hot and stinking of desiccated pickle. The final step in this abomination was to retrieve another small cup of, of refrigerated, still cold tomato sauce from the back and dump a line of that on top of the broiled, charred brick of pickled tomato, tomato nonsense now currently smelling up my line. The kid was giving this whole situation a very pleased Pugsley Adams-esque smile from the back <laughs> as I wrapped the sandwich. Gross, charred, bread flaking off as I wrapped it up. Then they bought a bag of Miss Vicky's jalapeno chips and a soda before leaving on their merry way so I could start cleaning up. The only thing that made the situation more bearable is that despite being strict about the preparation, they were very nice and happy to get the food. <laughs> wow. Just nothing but marinara and pickles. Oh, but like burnt all of that. Burn it all and then dump a little more right on top. Why? That is like, I guess I don't see the appeal. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it either. I'm, I'm kind of scared now. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, hold me scared. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So on to demographics. Um, Before that, though, we got a review. We got a podcast review. Um, I want to read it. This podcast is great. Two crazy funny ladies cracking jokes and talking shit. <laughs> Cuss words, jokes dripping with cheese, hilarious banter, and a relatable sense of humor. What more do you need, right? This style of open format tends to be mainly dominated by men, 
And it's a breath of fresh air to find two ladies having fun instead of doing yet another true crime show. <laughs> I'll take this over the millionth true crime any day of the week. Very funny. Very skater-like slash bro-like humor. <laughs> These girls are the perfect homies. The show is like hanging out with them. Definitely worth a listen. I love it. I love it. I Thank love you. true crime though. <laughs> I'm just trying not to just giggle. Saying. I'm just trying not to giggle because as soon as you type true crime, there's a billion. There's a lot stuff. of true crime podcasts, and I do <laughs> listen to a couple of them. I love true crime. I love it too, but I have to have like a. I need a break from it. I well no, I need like a specific voice. It's got to oh, be yeah. like an older man who kind of talks well, slowly, like because Tyler. That sounds like murder. Like Tyler <laughs> from Minds of Madness. Yes. If you guys haven't yes. ever listened to Minds of Madness, it is a fantastic true crime podcast, and Tyler has an amazing voice <laughs> built for true crime. Built for it, I swear. He's fantastic. Love it. All right. Demographics. <laughs> so, um, Amy. What? We're at 900 downloads. Woo! Holy crap. Almost a thousand. I know. I'm trying to like not freak out, but I'm kind of freaking out over here. <laughs> and then, um, oh goodness. Let's see. How many countries are we in right now? Oh, that's so many. <laughs> yeah. I wish we could see overall. I know. We can only see the last 10 episodes. We can't see all. But we're in 17 different countries, and that is exciting. And still over 100 cities. Yeah. So, Amy, do you want to read off our top four this week? Yeah. All right. So who's in first place? Clinton Township, Michigan is holding that shit down. Dude, y'all are the reigning champs right now. <laughs> For real. All right, and then in second place we have... Mountain View, California, still holding that shit down. Yep, they sure are. Y'all need medals. <laughs> <laughs> and in third place... Clarksburg, West Virginia, still holding their third place. And this one's a new one in this fourth place. This one is new. They came out of nowhere. Cypress, California, what up? Hey, welcome to the big four. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We love y'all. We do. Super excited. All right, Lexi, with our closing quote. So this one is from Employee of the Month. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so he says, it's true. I knew this guy in upper management, man, went crazy. Strapped one of those things around his hairy ball sack. Whoa. Ran out in the parking lot and blew a $3 Hawaiian wonder cooler all over the place. <laughs> I told you I didn't know. What? <laughs> These are the things that we deal with in retail. <laughs> so we will see you next week for episode 19. Woo! I'm still going to have to buy that strawberry lemonade beer. Yeah, we got to celebrate that shit. Got, I was at Schmalmart and uh, I seen it. <laughs> You're like... Walks by, high hard, <laughs> but still a freaking say. a freaking case of it. So. I know. I even looked for six packs. I don't yeah. think they carry them. Uh, all right, guys. See you later. Amy, do you like this tea? Cause I'm loving this tea.
I fucking love this tea. If you're loving all of this tea, just like we are, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. You can also join our group. We have a fans group of Confessions of Retail. You can find the link on our Facebook page. Yes, it is linked to the page. And all of our other links are also in our description for each episode we come out with every week. So if you're loving what we're giving you, please make sure to go and rate and review us on iTunes and even on Facebook, you know, because not everybody has Apple. We don't. If you have tea you want to spill, send that shit our way. You can message us through our Facebook page or you can send us an email at Confessions of Retail, all the tea at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Like we always do. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.